Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. <sighs> this is getting stressful. These are the rounds that are tough. Yeah. Tonight's entertainment. <laughs> and so, my fellow Americans, ask not. Zach Moss hurts. That's that's why I was gonna take that last. Second defense off the board. You play to win the game. You want Chase answers? Edmonds. I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. I'm gonna do something that I never do here. I'm going to take two wide receivers from the same team. Back-to-back picks. And back-to-back picks. <laughs> Not bad. Henry Ruggs. All right. Mm-hmm. John's on the clock. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and just – because I started another audio podcast um, – so my team consists of Alan or Alvin Kamara, Aaron Jones in round two. I went Juju and then Amari Cooper in round four. Um, James White in five. Darren Waller, Tevin Coleman, Aaron Rodgers, Meikle Hardman, and then I followed Meikle up with Sammy Watkins. I, uh, in hindsight, I absolutely would have taken Sammy Watkins. In the ninth, if I had seen him and I didn't see him, so I took Miko because I wanted a piece of that offense, like I was telling you guys. So, again, there's my there's my excuse for why I have two Kansas City wide receivers on the same team. The reason that I like this though is I'm going to start Sammy Watkins week one. If he doesn't work out, I'm going to drop his fucking ass and I'm going to start Miko the rest of the season and hope for that the one catch for 97 yards and a touchdown every week, like I did last year. It worked out. I also want a piece of an offense, and that's the Cardinals' offense. Oh, you're going Kirk? Kirk? Give me a little Kirk. All right. I can dig it. Give me a little, give me a little trade page. Don't worry. I got you. I got something. I got something for you, ass. Uh, Jared Cook goes next. Jamison Crowder. Stafford. Yeah, this guy did it right. Uh, hey John, you want to tell everybody your your team really quick? Just go what through. We got here. Dalvin Cook first. Your boy Lamar Jackson. Greg Kittle, DK Metcalf, Cam Akers, Jordan Howard. They went straight four wide receivers: Gallup, Jones Jr., Jerry Judy, Christian Kirk. I I actually like that four wide receivers late there. I mean that's a. That's a nice pull. You only got three running backs, though. That is concerning. Reason being, in my league, I only get one more. Gotcha. So what are you going to do? You're just going to save it for like the, one of these later rounds and pick up a handcuff? Yeah, maybe even get like a... Uh, really, to be honest with you, Adrian Peterson is still on the board, and so is Carlos Hyde. Yeah, just somebody who is absolutely going to start at the beginning of the season that you can drop later on in the season while you wait for Cam Akers to uh, pan out. Yep. Wait and see what Cam Akers and uh, Jordan Howard are going to look like. 
It makes perfect sense. Hey, nice buns, huh? This next, this next one, we're going to get a little shitty here because this position absolutely screwed me last year. And it was having not a consistent kicker. And I think 10 or 11 points out of your kicker is underrated. Okay. It's underrated. If, it's, if, it's that, if that team is scoring nothing but touchdowns, um, he'll have four or five points every week. I'm you'll see who I pick oh, for I'm a kicker. Not- you'll, you'll, you'll see. You'll see my, you'll see my thinking. Um, so I have one, two, three, four. I'm not a big fan of of the wide receivers that are here still late. Um, Alan Lazard would be the only one that I'm like, ooh, that guy's good. But just, again, because I want a piece of the offense, and I want a proven piece of an offense, and I want a potential, you know, first ballot Hall of Famer, you know, on my team, because that's what makes championship teams. First ballot Hall of Famers make championship teams, even in fantasy football. How you doing? Keep it moving, Larry Fitz in the eleventh round. I get it. I get it. You know, I I don't know how you don't do it, John. I I just I get Christian Kirk. I get it. I do. I understand. You think the kid's not going to like having two salty veterans on the outside while you got Kirk on the inside? It's gonna be it's gonna be a nice looking offense. So you got a lot of defense. Got a little bit of a run on defense going on here. Honestly, where I might be looking. Um. We've got three more rounds left, so I'm going to go in typical typical fashion. I'm going to go with a little bit of a sleeper here at running back, another piece of an offense that I want. DeAndre Washington. Mind you, DeAndre Washington, I'm 99% sure, played with Pat Mahomes at Texas Tech. There is a There is a connection there between Pat Mahomes and DeAndre Washington, and I want every bit of it. I don't think there's a rookie running back going to come in and take 99% of the work and be a first round pick, you know, be a first round, you know, fantasy relevant pick. And you're, they, they went out and paid a guy before they drafted this guy to be at least, at the very least, a pass catching third down running back for him. DeAndre Washington, get you a piece. All right, Deshaun Jackson and Justin Jackson after that. John's on the clock. I guess I'm here, but John is not here. Oh. So, yeah, how about them Cowboys, huh? Yep, I picked up Amari Cooper in the fourth. It's pretty nice. Pretty nice. John goes ahead and takes Adrian Peterson. John, unfortunately, is not on the live stream right now. Um, we're going to keep it moving. He'll pop back up eventually. We can get into some real topics after we're done with this. 
So after John's AP, you got LaShawn McCoy, Shady, uh, Ben Roethlisberger in the 12th, not bad, Sterling Shepard, um, TJ Hawkinson, Harrison Bucker, um, and John is back on the clock again. So hopefully, oh, here he goes. He went the, with the Rams. Went the Rams. Let's. Okay, he says he's here. Let's. Um... All right, my turn to pick. And usually, if this draft, if this draft was currently happening right now and it was live, I would not be taking a kicker right now. I'm just letting you guys know that off the bat. I would not be taking a defense or a kicker if this draft was um, currently happening. All right, I know how you guys are going to feel about this. I'm going to go ahead and take the Indianapolis Colts. There, I said it. You don't waste a first-round pick on a, on a defensive tackle. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, silly. Highest scoring, highest scoring, going to be the highest scoring division in football. You're going to take the Buccaneers defense. Okay. That's a bold move. We'll see how it works out for them. All right. And in typical fashion, I save kicker for the very last pick because quite honestly, it's a worthless pick. It's a worthless position Uh, in fantasy football, in real football. I, I love them to death. I am going to take Matt Gay. From the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I'm going to go ahead and bet they don't get in the end zone near as much as they did last year. John, with his last pick. John, with his last pick, is... Oh, you sandbagging son of a gun. He went T. Higgins. I like it. I like it. Lay claim. Lay claim to one of those guys. All right. Well, we did it. We did it. So just an overview of my team, and I'll make sure I do John's as well. Um, Aaron Rodgers, Alvin Kamara. I got Aaron Jones, so I got the, uh, the, the running back and quarterback for Green Bay. I like doing that a lot of times because you're – hypothetically, essentially getting most of the touchdowns for that team, at least some portion of the touchdowns for that team, and you're still eligible for that, you know, halfback out of the backfield, you know, double dip. Um, I got Juju at wide receiver, Amari Cooper wide receiver, Darren Waller, James White is my flex, uh, Matt Gay is my kicker, I got the Indy D, love the Indy D, um, Tevin Coleman, Mecole, Hardman, Sammy Watkins, Larry Fitzgerald, and DeAndre Washington. A lot of Chiefs. A lot of Chiefs. I'm not going to lie. That's, that was a that was a few too many Chiefs. I'll try to see if I can package, you know, like a Meekhole and a Larry. See if I can't get get a, you know, like a Adrian Peterson or something like that. Maybe like an AJ Dillon. Get my handcuff um, out of it or something like that. Let's do John's really quick. Juicy J. He went with Lamar Jackson, uh, Dalvin Cook, and Cam Akers. DK Metcalf, Michael Gallup, excuse me, um, George Kittle, Jordan Howard, Justin Tucker, 
Los Angeles Rams D. On his bench, he's got Marvin Jones, Jerry Judy, Christian Kirk, Adrian Peterson, T. Higgins. I'm going to go ahead and say it out loud. I love the front half of my draft. I love the back end of John's draft where he grabbed four of those wide receivers that are all going to be pretty good, fantasy relevant. You're going to be able to pick and choose your weeks with them. Um, that's that's solid work by my partner in crime. If he would ever come back, I, I don't know where he is. I just don't know. I just don't know where he is. So that's another episode of um, Outspoken Gents. We're going to wait for John to come back. we got some more football to talk if we want to. There he is. Dude, I was here the whole time. Your face wasn't up. Yeah, I, I kept refreshing it and nothing. Oh, that killed it, though. It did. Son of a bitch. It did. Motherfucker. We're still on audio, though. Technical difficulties. What can you do about them? I know I'm not editing it out. Any Hoosiers. Got any questions in the chat? Where are those other guys coming from? Tweetor, Tweetor. Son of a bitch. So there's our yeah technical difficulties. Apologies in advance. There's our mock draft. You guys can go back and watch that. It'll probably be on John's page or the Outspoken Jen's page. Um, It'll also be on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. You'll probably have to download two podcasts. Shit is what it is. Um, Just ballers on a budget trying to make it. Um, I gotta ask you something. Oh, okay. Let's go. What do you got? Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Why Why is Clyde Edwards, Miles Sanders, Kenyon Drake going before Julio, Hill, Chubb? Are you taking a second-tier running back over a first-tier wide receiver? Over Chubb? Maybe Chubb, because he's not going to have that PPR factor in it. Yeah, that's why in PPR you take those guys over Chubb, because Chubb has got Kareem Hunt. But Chubb, but Chubb gonna, was you, fine. Chubb was almost the rushing leader last year until Derrick Henry had like basically the greatest close to a season that running backs ever had since Adrian Peterson right. in 2008. But I, I just feel like taking Kenya and Drake... No, I don't. Before even Julio or Hopkins or fuck, even maybe James Conner. I don't know. Julio, I don't understand the hate for Julio either. It's really just his touchdowns doesn't get in the end zone enough. Um, Hopkins, it's a new team, a really good guy on a new team. My only thing with Hopkins is he's proven that he can do it in different offenses with different quarterbacks running different routes. 
you know, having different guys throwing the ball. I mean, he was a wide receiver, you know, a top five wide receiver. And I think the one year he had three or four different guys throwing footballs. The Brett, yeah, the Brandon Whedon year, you know. Brock Osweiler. Brock Osweiler, you know, $17 million man, Brock Osweiler, you know, like. The guy. The, the man, the myth, the legend, the six foot eight tree trunk of a. Ugh. Anyways. Um, I, I don't, I don't really understand. I still believe in taking Julio Jones, DeAndre Hopkins, even Devontae Adams over guys like Kenyon Drake, Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders is, is an interesting one though, because Deuce Staley is their running back coach. And he basically came out and said, we're going to give him the ball. We're, we're going to let him rock and roll. They, they aren't going to have their starting wide receivers to start the season from what all the reports that are coming out right this second. Um, and again, you haven't really seen a lot of these guys practice yet either. So, you know, what's everybody look like? I, I'm not 100% sure. But Miles Sanders is the one exception to the few names that you listed off there where I'm saying, you know, he's got a good offensive line. They're not going to have the pass catches to begin the season. So Miles Sanders and Zach Ertz could hypothetically eat up a lot of targets, touches, you know, play time, things like that. But, you know, again, Deuce Staley is saying he's going to rock and roll, and Doug Peterson has been known to uh, rotate his running backs a lot. So I don't, I don't really know. I don't know, Cole. I don't know. I got a, I got a, I got a good question for you. What do you, what do you project mm-hmm. for the Denver Broncos this year? Because looking on paper. Paper, they look good. I think. On paper, they look good. I don't know about defensive wise, secondary wise, things like that. But when you start lining up four wide, and again, hopefully their offensive line is is in better shape. But Drew Locke, Melvin Gordon in the backfield, possibly Philip Lindsay in there too. Okay, and then your wide receivers go: Cortland Sutton, KJ Hamler. Um, Jerry Judy, and then Noah Font. You know, I, I mean that's just a lot of quality quality talent on that side of the ball. Um, Let's not forget about Di- uh, Big Big Dick Vic at the helm. Vic Fange. Oh yeah. Oh Vic Fange. Are you talking about Vic Fange? Yeah. Fangio. Yeah. No, I like. I like Fangio. Their defense is going to be good, you know, just because he's got Fangio, you know. Oh, uh, you can see him uh, pulling one out in Kansas City, and I don't know if anyone's ballgame then. Yeah. That, the AFC West. Yeah, no, we're gonna we're gonna go through the AFC West a little bit here. We got time. We got plenty of time. We got a whole twenty five minutes. All right, so we did the Broncos. You know, that whole that. That whole division retooled. They really did. So we'll do the Chiefs last, since we kind of know what a lot of their a lot of their guys are doing. Uh, let's go Raiders really quick. We might have co- covered this a little bit on the last show, but I could give a shit. Um, Derek Carr backed up by Marcus Mariota. Not bad. Okay. Josh that. Jacobs, Lynn Bowden, um, is was probably one of the most dynamic players in college football last year. Do you remember the quarterback for Kentucky? 
No. Quarterback for Kentucky who, like, they lost all of their quarterbacks and he had to come in and play quarterback for them and Mm-mm. ended up being, like, one of the top playmakers in the SEC. Anyways, his name was Lyndon Bowden, and he now plays running back for the um, Las Vegas Raiders. So, not bad. Not bad Henry at all. Ruggs. So, yeah, wide receiver-wise, you got Henry Ruggs already slated to start. Um, Tyrell Williams is still there, and Hunter Renfro is still there. Uh, they oh. also went out and got um, Zay Jones from last year. Brian Edwards is a rookie from South Carolina who's a pretty decent wide receiver. Um, I don't know what he's going to be in the league, but he's pretty decent. And then Nelson Aguilar. So that's that's pretty cool. That's a good pickup. Yeah, yeah. I mean, offensive line-wise, I mean, looks good. Again, looks good. Don't know what it's going to turn into. Nice name back here, Eric Cush. Love that name. Love that guy. He was funny as hell on uh, Hard Knocks the one year. Went out and got Nick Kwiatkowski from Chicago. I, I, I like what the Las Vegas Raiders, real young team. Nicholas Morrow from the uh, from the famed uh, Greenville College Panthers. Oh, yes. Yes, that's right. Fun fact. Yeah, absolutely. So let's take a look at the chart. What, what, are you, what are you projecting for the Las Vegas Raiders this year? I mean... New season in Las Vegas, you know. You know, I think a, a solid, solid six and ten. Okay. <laughs> seven you know, and nine. You know, like a real nice seven and nine. You know, they're going to squeak out some wins. They're not going to squeak out some others. You know, they're going to finish dead last in their division at seven and nine. I guess. I, what's their? Uh... They have the schedules out yet? Uh, I believe they have schedules out. I want to know. Let's go to not FanDuel. Oh yeah, we got it. You got that pulled up. Start off. Start off at the Panthers. That's a win. Yeah, I'm, I'm projecting shit for the Panthers. Go to the Saints. That's probably a loss. Ugh, that's a. That's a tough stretch, man. Saints, Patriots, Bills, Chiefs, Bucks. Oh, jeez. They might be one and four then to start get, the season. Yeah. Then you go to Browns, Chargers. That's another tough stretch. Broncos and Chiefs back to back. Then you pull it out a little bit. Falcons, Jets, Colts, Chargers, Dolphins. Those are all winnable games. Finish in Denver. Hmm. I don't see football on here. What, for gambling? Oh, there it is, sorry. Yeah, I'm trying to see, like, over and unders. I want team futures. I want 
win totals. There we go. Sorry, guys. I was just looking for that really quick. So for the Las Vegas Raiders, the Raiders, seven wins. Over-under sitting right there at seven. You want to guess the Chargers? Uh, Over-under four? Seven and a half. Wow. That's what I said. Let's go over the Chargers really quick here, John. Chargers, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. Okay, that's that's all you really need. How you, how you doing? Keep them moving. Um, decent offensive line. Brian Bulaga, Mike Pouncey. Okay. Who's left tackle? Left tackle, Brian Bulaga. Okay. Uh, Hunter Henry back there at um, tight end. And they're, they're projecting Tyrod Taylor to start, which is cool. Justin Herbert to back him up. But here's where things get really interesting. Um they either picked up or drafted three running backs, four running backs, okay, to sit behind Austin Eckler and Justin Jackson. This is a team where, it, quite honestly, if Devontae Freeman hasn't signed somewhere, this is a team that needs somebody like that, um, an, Aust- an Austin Eckler type. And I, quite honest, honestly, I think Anthony Lynn, from their time together back in Buffalo, is going to give Tyrod Taylor every chance and every opportunity to suck this year. Yeah. That's my opinion. Their defense is fucking studly. They've got a nasty defense. Their defense is studly. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to be, this is going to be a lot of 17 to 10 games. That's what this defense will provide you. You know, Joey Bosa, Linville Joseph, Justin Jones, Melvin Ingram, Nick Virgil, Kenneth Murray from Oklahoma. I'm not going to butcher that name. Uh, Casey Hayward, right cornerback. Rashawn Jenkins, Derwin James, Chris Harris, Mm. Desmond King. Uh, I mean, you know, that defense is probably the the best in the division. Over under seven and a half wins. I I think we got to just put this this little ticket together real here. Under, under. Um, who else were we looking at just a second ago? We're going to look at the Broncos really quick. You want to guess the over-under for the Broncos? Nine and a half. Seven and a half. Nice job. Seven and a half again? Yeah, no, these guys are not fucking... (sighs) Original. They're not original at all. Let's take a look at the uh, offense for the Denver Broncos, which I like quite a bit. Cortland Sutton, then you got two rookies slated to start, Jerry Judy and K.J. Hamler. K.J. Hamler, number one for Penn State, is a burner. 4-3-6, I believe he ran at the uh, Combine. Um, they also went and got Tyree Cleveland. I believe he's from uh, University of Florida. Yeah, Florida. Problem child at Florida, but stud. Very studly at Florida. Um, also got a nice running uh, uh, wide receiver back there, uh, Deshaun Hamilton, who was also from uh, Penn State. Deshaun Hamilton and K.J. Hamlin played on the same team a couple years back. So, fun fact. Offensive line, again, nobody that's like, oh, wow, that guy's good, you know? 
Garrett Bowles, Dalton Reisner, Lloyd Cushenberry is a rookie, I think. Um, Graham Glasgow from uh, Detroit and Calvin Calvin Anderson. So nobody that's like right your right home about. Um, tight ends though: Noah Font, Jake Butt is still floating around there. I, I hope Jake Butt works out at some point. But you got Drew Locke here. And you got Melvin Gordon, and they basically got Melvin Gordon and Philip Lindsay listed as co-starters right now, so that could that could be a little bit troublesome. On that wing tee. Yeah. And then again, as far as as far as defense goes, I I, I don't know where. You still got Bradley Chubb and Von Miller. Mm-hmm. Yep. Todd, Todd Davis is pretty good uh, or okay I'm not going to say pretty good AJ Boye is actually out there so okay you got a cornerback yep. Kareem Jackson is out there Justin Simmons is a, is a good player and then they actually got Bryce Callahan Bryce Callahan's a bum who bum is, was he on the Bears he was on the Bears and he, he was a bum that is, that is true John but that's really it man that's really it but you got Vic. Vic will take care of the defense. Oh, Doctor Fonge. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Where do you think they got the uh, Kansas City Chiefs over under at? Twelve and a half. It's not as high as you think. If you say seven and a half, I'm going to punch you through the screen. I was about to say seven and a half. It's uh, it's eleven and a half. It's it's eleven and a half. <laughs> so that's cool. Um, nothing has really changed other than the addition of Clyde Edwards-Helaire. Yep. Um, offensive line stays pretty much the same, except for they had one guy opt out, um, a doctor something. Yeah. They had one guy, yeah. That defense is ugly, though. Uh, again, nothing's really changed a whole lot. Frank Clark. God, defense is ugly. Chris Jones, Alex Okafer. Yeah, it, and it does get a little bit tough here to read down here towards the bottom. Brashad Breland. Or 48 game. Yeah, well, that'll be a lot of – this division will be a lot of overs. Um, unless you're talking about San Diego. Unless you're talking about San Diego, it'll be a lot of overs. What else we got? What else can we look into? We got 15 more minutes. You guys go out and buy cryptocurrency yet? You should have. Papa Cody told you. There you have it. You get on the deep web. Go Bit- get your phone. Bitcoin, how to buy. Have you seen that Google Guys commercial? <laughs> how to buy Bitcoin. No. Bitcoin cheap online. <laughs> um, did we do the NFC North? Let's stay in the AFC. AFC South, I was pretty big on the Colts D. Let's go see, let's go see why really quick. Please, because I don't know why. Bobby Okariki 
And Darius Leonard, that's why. Justin Houston, DeForest Buckner, Malik Malik Hooker, hopefully will work out this year. Xavier Rhodes. Xavier Rhodes. Um, TJ Carey is not good. And then Rocky Sin. So you got you got some good some nice high profile names on the on the defense here. Offensively, you know, you should just scrap everything. I don't know why you paid so much money for Philip Rivers. There I said it. Yeah, the fact that Marlon Mack is still slated to start is is offensive to Jonathan Taylor. Um, right now they're saying. T.Y. Hilton is on the non-football injury list. I don't know what that's about. But they have T.Y. Hilton, Michael Pittman Jr., rookie, and Paris Campbell slated to start. I, 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 Michael Pittman Jr., I don't know that he'll start over Marcus Johnson, um, just given what Marcus Johnson did last year. I am still waiting for Artavius Scott to work out as well. All right, I'm still praying that he does something because I think he's a, a fine talent if he just kind of gets gets everything together. The reason I like this team so much is their offensive line is probably the third or fourth best in the league right now. Um, it's going to waste with shit skill positions. And it's going to waste with shit skill positions. 100% right. Uh, Your dollar, dollar General Tyree uh, Kill and T.Y. Yeah, I mean, the Jack Doyle and, and Trey Burton, though, huh? 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 Just gonna run goal line. I yeah, one hundred percent. Xavier Grimble and Mo Alley Cox, bunch of bunch of blocking tight ends. Other than Trey Burton, who is a not a blocking nor catching tight end. Ask ask Chicago what he did for Chicago the last few years. Hey, you know he's not even really a tight end. He's not. You know what he is? You know what he is? He's the kickoff. He is the he is the biggest con man in all of football. Oops. Hey, this is far enough into the conversation. Can I ask you some some uh, some unedited questions, really quick? Yeah, go ahead. What's up with Brian Callum, bro? Yeah. I mean, I hate to say, like, hey, he's one of our guys, but like, There's something going on too. He was just getting a divorce because his wife hates him. Did he just get a divorce? Yeah, in February. Oh, really? Yep. And he looks like shit. Yeah, his new eyelid surgery sucks. He should go get his money back. And he paused the podcast. Well, he took a leave of absence. Brendan's been holding up... And quite honestly, I like this Mike Catherwood guy just as much as Brendan. It's like a cheap. It's like a cheap um, Brian Callen. You know, Mike Catherwood. You know, never heard of him. I haven't listened to any fighter in a kid in a while. Yeah. Since COVID hit uh, Brendan's well, chest, the one thing that I did like is that he came out immediately and he did say something about it. Where like guys like Delia were like basically just let their team handle it. Then again, Delia was also, he's like way fucking bigger than Brian Callen, you know? Your uh, your boys are all going to Texas, too. Hell yeah! Did you see the pictures of Joe Rogan's new studio? No. It looks fucking dope. Hold on. 
Oh, wow. You saw it? Yeah, it's like a doomsday prepper. With the dome? With the dome and the little cross dome. little cross stuff? Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's like a nice little soundproof room. I like it. That's the dream. That's the goal, man. Hey, once he gets a Spotify, that's gonna it's gonna shred. I hope so. I really hope that he ends up doing that Alex Jones first podcast. Number one. Number first one. podcast to Alex Jones. I really wish he'd get some of these older wrestlers on it before they die. Like Hogan. I guess Jake the Snake one was great. Yeah. No one's interviewed those guys. No. All the drugs and partying that they did and saw. Yeah, but does he really talk to him about I mean I guess he does. Did you know that he did mushrooms with uh <laughs> with um what the fuck's that guy's name? Uh Post Malone? No. That whole, the episode? that whole podcast they're on mushrooms. <laughs> I had to give it up an hour in because Post Malone sounded so fucking stupid. I had to quit. Uh, I hate that drunk voice. I hate that drunk voice. Oh, yeah. It, you know, I... Uh, uh, smoke some vodka. No, he didn't smoke any weed. He was just drinking and uh, apparently doing mushrooms. That's great. That's crazy. He lives in Utah now, you know? In the mountains. In the mountains, getting it on. Yeah, Texas is going to be popping. Can't wait, man. There's going to be a huge comedy scene down here in Texas. Yeah. I was asking the wife the other day, I was like, do you think I'd be good at stand-up comedy? She's like, well, I mean, you're funny, but, like, you can't remember shit. (laughs) So, so, no. She's like, like, how much of that do, do those guys have memorized? I was like, like, all 60 minutes of it is, like, ingrained thoroughly in their brain. For two years before they put it on one of their specials, she's like, "Yeah, do you really think you'd be good at saying the same thing over and over and over again?" I was like, "No, no." She's like, That's what "Bob Saget was saying is you only need five minutes." But, but, but Bob Most Saget don't have Go ten ahead. minutes. That's it. Five ten minutes is all you get on stage. Sixty minutes is net Netflix specials, and that's years, years into a career. Five minutes, Cody. That's all you need. Five and ten minute spots. Yeah, I know. I'm not saying I'm, I'd be any good at it, though. I was just oh, yeah, kind of throwing, throwing around the idea, you know. Shoot your shot, kid. Yeah. Yeah. We live, like, right down the street from the Addison um, Improv, so I was thinking about brushing up on some... Uh, Let's do jet dad jokes. No, dad jokes fucking suck. I'd rather do dick jokes than dad jokes. But if you switch with the times, you can do stepdad jokes. Oh. See? Yeah. Yeah. See? Yeah. Huh? Huh? Telling you. What's the most awkward part about uh, being a stepdad? I don't know. Having to hand your kid off to a somebody to somebody who calls himself a real dad. I'm kidding. <laughs> See, that would. Uh, I'm kidding. That was a terrible would, joke. No, that'll hit. Stupid joke. It's a little raunchy. It's okay though. Um, what's the hardest part about being a stepdad? What is it? Trying not to be the cool dad. 
Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're going to split me open. Watch out, kid. Yeah. <laughs> How many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? <laughs> it's about 47. One, two, three! Any Hoosiers. I got a new dog, John. His name is Oatmeal. He shit and pissed in the house lately? Yeah, constantly. That's all he does. Uh, uh, I feel like I let him outside, he comes back inside, he pisses in the house. Uh, How did you fix that with, uh, you have a little dog, how did you do that with fiddles? Um, I wish I knew, man. He's just, he's so good. Did you get him as a puppy or a rescue? Puppy. Huh. He just, you just take him out every 45 minutes, no matter what. Huh. And he just goes. Man, I wish. Yep. Sometimes you won't. But you got to beat it. You got to be proactive and not reactive. Oh, you got to beat it. Okay. You hear that, bud? We're going to start beating you. <laughs> I'm kidding. It was a joke. It was another joke. What's the hardest part about being a stepdad? When CPS gets called because you were just simply trying to, you know, tell her, no, don't do that. <laughs> I could, I could uh, do 60 minutes of that. Just dumb, just just need, dumb just fucking five. stepdad jokes. You just need five, goddammit. I could do, I could do five minutes of dumb stepdad jokes. Yeah. I actually hate the term stepdad. Yeah, it's it's not the best. It's condescending and demeaning, okay? I get it. All right. They're going to cancel Father's Day, they say. Why? Why? Is it racist? No, it's not Is racist. Father's Day racist now? But <laughs> God, I can't even keep it some, some certain types of couples, it, it, it doesn't... It doesn't go. I hate my father. You're mad at him, not at me. I know, I know. I hate my dad. <laughs> well, not every... God damn it. Are you serious? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I did see an article about that, though. They want to cancel Father's Day? Yeah, they wanted to cancel Father and Mother's Day. What did they want to change some... it into? And they want to cancel Mother's Day? Yeah, because some... Some gay couples or lesbian couples, they don't... You what do they go saying? by? What do they go by? Parent? Yeah, it's parent day. That's fucking stupid. Well, let's... let's Alright, let's calm down. Let's see it from, from everybody's perspective here. If you're a, a partnered couple, same-sex couple... There's not a mommy and a daddy. There's just two daddies or two mommies. So don't you just celebrate it on Mother's Day then? Right, so you just have a bigger party on Mother's Day. Or a bigger party on Father's Day. I think it becomes an issue when the the kids go to school and why do they have Father's Day and we don't have Father's Day. Because we don't have fathers. It's kind of... Then again, two women cannot have babies together, so who's the father? 
I don't know. These are questions that are beyond me that I don't think we should talk about. You know, it's um, go vote. That's why go vote. Who are you voting for, John? Um, I go Biden. You gonna go Biden? The uh, New York Blue Bloods are are, are flowing through me right now. I can't. And so my I can't do it. I've tried. I've looked into it. I've tried. What your country can do for you. I don't vote. Ask what you can do for your. I'm believing voting. What? Believe in voting. How don't you believe in voting? I just don't believe in voting. You know what made me believe in voting? Donald Trump getting elected president. Yeah. Because like, there's no way they they fudge that, right? Why would yeah. they fudge that? Just for fun and games? For shits and gigs? 